we will start here. My name is Mike Whaley. I am the associate director at the OSSAA. I'm also the administrator that um, takes care of football. And our call today is, is directed at football. I know a lot of you have been on a, a media a Zoom call with Mr. Jackson before where you were able to answer, ask any uh, OSSAA questions. We will only be discussing the football playoff scenario this morning. Uh, we are recording this. Uh, we will be able to send, uh, Vanche will be able to send you a link to this recording shortly after uh, the meeting is over today. Uh, I will try to answer all the questions from the chat verbally uh, in the, uh, so that you can uh, hear those. And we will try to take a little time at the very, at the end to, to let you uh, ask any questions if, if that's feasible to do so. Uh, what I would like to do this morning is give just a short overview of the uh, modifications that we've made with the playoff uh, scenario and uh, kind of walk and talk you through that. On the football page of the OSSA website is a document that now uh, describes specifically what we're going to do in uh, the playoff structure. And uh, you're certainly welcome to to run that off and to, and to look at that. And uh, that, will, that will be there for you and for the member school uh, to use uh, as, we, as we go through this. Um, to talk just a second about uh, how we got to this point, obviously uh, with the cancellation of, of numerous games uh, in district play, uh, it caused us some concern about uh, first about how, how games could be made up. Uh, we did not think at the very beginning that we would have uh, as many games canceled as we have. Um, since we started district play and monitoring that, we have had approximately uh, oh, 25 to, to 28 games each week that have been um, canceled out. Uh, some of those games have been made up, as, as you know, but some of them haven't been made up. The other concern that we had as we proceeded to the near the end of the season or regular season was that we had a lot of schools that had multiple games that needed to be made up and didn't have enough time to do that. That was also causing some schools to play multiple uh, games in a week. Um, whereas our, our policies and rules in the football manual covered the situation of having uh, multiple games in a week, schools are permitted to play two games uh, per week we all know that playing several weeks with multiple varsity games could be extremely challenging uh, for the, the well-being of, of, of the students that are involved. So to, to help alleviate that, uh, we looked at uh, what could we do to uh, alleviate some of that pressure of having to, to make up the games, alleviating some of the pressure of some of the games being not made up and, and what that was going to look like to our playoff uh, scenario moving forward. So we settled on uh, a, a play in round, which we will use uh, to let everyone have an opportunity to, uh, should they decide to do so, uh, participate in the playoffs uh, in football this year. That, that will be a, uh, a decision that each school gets to make. We will have a bracket uh, that will have places on it for all the teams uh, in each district. And then we will allow each school to decide whether they want to opt out or not. Uh, we will ask them to give us that information by Saturday of the 10th week. 
the district chairmen in each district will uh, accumulate the information on who has decided to opt out and then we will adjust our bracket going forward. Uh, the brackets then, as you can imagine, will look differently. Uh, we are in the process of modifying those brackets. If you go to our website at this point and look, you will see the brackets uh, from, from quote unquote normal years. But uh, we will modify the brackets and have those posted by the end of the week that will show slots for every uh, possible uh, team that is playing football and the, their ability to, uh, to be in the play. That does uh, change the end. Uh, the state championships then get scooted back uh, one week in classes 5A, 4A, and 3A. Uh, also gets scooted back a week in, uh, I'm sorry, 5A, 4A, 3A, and C. And then it scoots back, uh, moves back 2A, A, and B. Uh, it will not uh, change the, uh, the championship date for 6A they will just burn up their bye week that they have scheduled in their, their playoff bracket. So moving forward, uh, that means that the 6A uh, state championships uh, will be held uh, the weekend of December 4 and 5, that the uh, championships in 5A, 4A, 3A, and C will be held the weekend of December 11th and 12th, and the championships in 2A, a and B will be held uh, the weekend of December 18 and 19. That does extend our, our, our season uh, one more week than, uh, than where it usually terminates. Play-in round will be uh, technically week 11 uh, of the season. And like I said, schools will have the ability to opt out if they choose to do so. And they'll just let us know that we're gonna, what, they are, uh, what their preference is. The play-in round will be uh, uh, districts one and two, three and four in, uh, in those districts that have four districts. Uh, in the districts that have eight districts, we will pair up one and two, three and four, five and six, and seven and eight. And we will cross uh, bracket. Uh, the district champion in district one will play the eighth place team in district two. Uh, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, and four versus five, with the higher seeds hosting. So the, the top four seeds will host in, uh, in uh, the play-in round. If you're a district champion or a runner-up or third place or a fourth place, you will host in, in the play-in round. Uh, that, as, as you can imagine, we now have extended those brackets that were four weeks to five weeks and the, the brackets that were five weeks to six weeks. So the district champion will host in the first two rounds if he's still alive. And then we will move to the criteria uh, that we normally use for brackets that have a week three, uh, third round. And in those brackets now that have expanded to six rounds, we will uh, use that same criteria in week four. Semifinals still scheduled to be at neutral sites with the finals in the 11-man championships to be held at the University of Central Oklahoma, and the finals in Class B and Class C to be determined uh, when we get the participants and, and we'll, we'll look at a geographic site, site for those. So the play-in round will be districts one and two, three and four, five and six, seven and eight, and we will cross, cross uh, 
bracket that with one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, and four versus five. Now, having said that, there is an exception to all of that, and that is in class B. As you know, class B has eight districts of six. So the district champion and the district runner-up in class B will have a bye in round in the play-in round. The district champion and the district runner-up in class B will have a bye in the play-in round. So the play-in games in class B will just be six versus three and five versus four. Now, in any of the play-in round games, where a school decides they do not want to participate, that will simply provide a bye to their opponent to the next round. And it is the school's choice if they would like to play in the play-in round. Schools have to tell us that by the Saturday of uh, the 10th week. Uh, what? Once we start the bracket, if we do have COVID situations at that point and a team is unable to play on the scheduled day, then that team will be eliminated from the series. We will go back to the preceding round and ask that team's opponent if they wish to participate in that spot. If they choose not to, then the opponent then will receive a bye and move on to the next round. That, that's for all of the rounds with the exception of the championship game. And if the championship game has a COVID problem, then the, the staff will make a determination at that time uh, how we will handle that. Just talking about two schools in each class, probably a little different scenario. Well, we are part of this plan um, and, and and this is, is not uh, a playoff uh, adjustment, but part of this plan, because of the number of games canceled, we would allow schools to continue to play their 10-game regular season beyond the 10th week of the football season. And what I mean by that is if, if a school has been, uh, has lost two games to uh, the COVID, and the school is not wanting to participate in the playoffs and can find other schools that would like to play a game, they could certainly play that game uh, at their discretion up until the time of the state championship game in their classification. So I know we have some rivalry games that were uh, missed out. I know we have some important games to certain districts that were coveted out uh, at any time. Even, even if those teams would participate in the playoffs and be eliminated, if they wanted to make up those, those non-district games or other games or schedule another game, they would be able to do so. Schools are still limited to 10 regular season games. So that's an option for those schools that did not get to, to a full 10-game season. Let me look through my notes here real quick and make sure I've hit all the points that I've. Okay, so, so recapping, um, it, schools, uh, schools that have missed games are in what we call a flag district. 
They have not, not been able to play all their games due to the COVID. What we're going to allow those districts to do, if they choose to do so, is they, they, are, they may rank, use a ranking amongst their district to determine their playoff seeds. We're going to ask all districts, flagged, not flagged, we're going to ask all districts to rank the last three weeks of the season. Therefore, if, if a school ends up, a district ends up being flagged later on, it's not, they would still have that option. So if they're in a flag district, we're going to ask them, those ones that are in flag districts right now are going to have to make this determination by Friday at 10 o'clock. Do you want to use the modified criteria? Modified criteria being what the board approved on September the 18th. In other words, wins only. Do you want to use the modified criteria for seating purposes, or would your district prefer to use rankings? Now, it will be a cumulative ranking. We would ask them to rank weeks 8, 9, and 10, and then we will add up all those rankings and take uh, a district standing uh, after all three rankings have been made. So we would ask those schools that are in flag districts to make that determination whether they want to use the modified criteria that, they're, that, that the board approved on the 18th, or they could use a rankings criteria. And those rankings would be determined weeks 8, 9, and 10. If they're not in a flag district, in other words, they haven't lost any games yet, then those districts would use the criteria from the handbook that we've always used. The reason we're asking all of them to rank is, should any of those districts, should any of those districts then become flagged later on, the, the rankings would already be there. Okay, let me, let me check on some of the questions in the chat so I can answer those. I apologize. I, I'm not very good at this. So one of the issues that, that all of our coaches have in all of our sports have to do with the rankings and uh, the uh, integrity of the rankings. And I can just tell you that that's been a concern of our staff and it's been a concern of the Coaches Association uh, since we've been doing rankings. Uh, we have not traditionally used rankings in football playoff scenarios. Our concern here was that um, we would end up with districts that were missing games and the only way to to get an overall feel for that district would be to ask the coaches within that district. Could manipulation take place by, by coaches? I, I guess it could. Uh, am I going to tell you that it hasn't over um, my history here at the association? I, I certainly think it probably has in certain sports. But um, as we say here in the office, the, the poll is only as good as the pollsters. And so if uh, those folks in the district decide that's the way they're going to to handle it, then that's the way their district will end up. I, I, I know it is a concern. Um, I will tell you that uh, if we, <clears throat> this is a once in a, a lifetime scenario, I hope. I've already told Mr. Jackson 
that the next time we have a pandemic, I will not be available. And so uh, we're, we're planning on doing this one time and one time only. Uh, if, if that um, makes it somewhat skewed because of coaches ranking in their district, then I'm just going to have to say it's somewhat skewed. I, I, I can't answer the integrity question any, any more than that. Yeah, if, if team A beats team B in the first round and team A gets coveted out in the next spot, team B is going to, uh, to be allowed uh, the option to, to advance. And if they don't do that, then whoever team A is supposed to play in the next round would advance. We will offer the opportunity to the preceding round. Should the opponent in the preceding round decline, then the, then the opponent in that round uh, that doesn't have an opponent at that point would get a buy. Great, great question about should Team B continue to practice? Uh, I think the coach needs to make that decision. It would be permitted uh, because, as, as I've told you earlier, we're allowing teams uh, to, to play football games beyond uh, week 10 this time, so them practicing uh, that one week would not be an, an issue. Mr. Kays, I'm not sure I, I understand your question. If you want to unmute yourself and, and ask it, maybe I can understand better. When... Okay, Mike, can you hear me? I can. Okay, good. Uh, you, know, get, you know, obviously with, with what happened in the uh, basketball tournament in the, uh, in the spring, uh, you know, we've, there's been a lot of talk about the, the financial hit there and all, and this would appear to at least, you know, add to that. But I'm wondering, I mean, in terms of the, the lost revenue, I mean, some of these schools have lost, you know, two and in some cases uh, even three home games um, and because of the policy that was set up to say, well, if you could make, you could make it up fine. If, if you don't agree to make it up, then you, you lose it. But, uh, you know, what about their situation? And is there any – I know you guys are not over the schools per se in that regard, but the financial hit that they that they're – some of them are going to be taking is, is pretty substantial. And then, you know, the other part of that was given the, 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 the forfeit application that applies to the playoffs that I know that, you know, came out in a letter – and was kind of changed up in the regular season. Uh, I think you'd sent out a letter on that uh, several weeks ago. Would that have, uh, you know, given the hindsight of all this, would it, you think it might have been better to go ahead and have, have the forfeit rule in place all along to kind of uh, encourage teams to, to get these games in? I, I'm not really sure. I, I, um... I would have made any different decision or we would have done anything differently on the, on the uh, 
on the forfeit rule. Uh, we did have um, some concern that uh, we had schools that were uh, being told they could not play games based on what they were hearing from their, you know, their county health was shutting them down, which I totally understand that. Um, without schools having the final say-so, that's where we kind of got hung up on, on making them forfeit. That's why we went and revised uh, the plan to say if, if your school gets COVIDed out, then it just becomes a non-game. Financially, uh, yes, I think that we're very aware that there are schools. That was part of the of allowing the schools to continue to play beyond week 10. If they had missed some home games and could find opponents that wanted to play, we would wanted them to have the opportunity to do that if they could, could make it happen. So uh, that was kind of the thought there. You know, we, we have uh, had some great discussion in our office, and I'm sure uh, you guys have too, wherever you're at, about uh, what restrictions need to be in place at, uh, at sites for fans. Um, since, obviously, OSSA uses member school sites, um, that we would use the policy of that, that site. Uh, the, the thing, um, in addition to one, one aspect, we will require mask for everyone who purchases a ticket and comes through the gate. And we will encourage social distancing as, as frequently and as much uh, as prudent to do so. Uh, if, if a site would have a restriction on the number of folks that were there, then we would have to follow that restriction and would, would do so. Um, will that impact uh, where we choose to play our contest? I'm sure it will. Uh, I'm sure it'll have some impact on that. We will try to, to again, find the best venue that we can, taking all those factors into consideration, uh, the geography of the teams, the, uh, um, the size of the facility, and all, all, all of those attributes, and whether there's going to be restrictions on, on, uh, on fans there or not. So uh, that's, a, that's a, a great thought. We will go with what the facility says, but as uh, uh, you folks that have covered the softball and the volleyball up to this point, we have asked everybody that comes through the gate to have a mask. And we think that's a, that's a very important part of that. You know, Cameron, that's a great question. We had that coach has asked the same question in the, in the previous um, um, thought or previous meeting we had this morning. Once we get the seating, once we get uh, one through eight, then, then you go to the bracket in that positioning. Should number six decide that they're not gonna play then we will not elevate folks uh, up the bracket. So once, once the seating is done and your district uh, has, whether that's by rankings or it's by normal criteria or modified criteria, once we have a one through eight, that's how you advance to the bracket. There is no, uh, no team that, that opts out at that point and causes people to, to raise in their district standings. Yes, Jenny, you're exactly right. And that was that was part of our our thought process um, in in the idea of if I haven't played all my regular season games, and I still want to be in the playoffs, and I get into the playoffs and I get beaten out, uh, can I still make up what regular season games that uh, I didn't get to play? 
yes. And as long as the state championship hasn't been played in my class yet, I can still make up those games. Now, that's entirely up to the school, and you'd have to find an opponent that uh, that had basically the same scenario. But but the idea was to to give schools and and teams and and bottom line uh, football players the opportunity to get ten games in during a season. Have we considered how extending the football situation would have impact on basketball season? Certainly, well, we had great discussion within our staff about that. That is one of the reasons we obviously keep the, the playoff dates in place. Uh, again, this being a one-time only uh, situation, uh, we and we're and we're not totally sure how the basketball thing's going to roll out either. Uh, we're going to start uh, with with it and and proceed as as we normally do. Um, there would be some schools, I think, that would have some issues of, of having athletes in both sports, but that um, that is a, um, an issue. No, no more than it is during a regular season if your team advances deep into the playoffs. Uh, it, it does add one more week to the, to the scenario, you're correct. Now, we, we would discourage teams from, from just practicing after the the 10th week, we would allow teams to practice that were preparing for a game that they had scheduled, but we will not allow football practice without having a game uh, to point towards. Uh, we won't allow teams then to just practice football uh, till, uh, till the end of the semester. Okay, I think I've I'm caught up on the, the uh, chat questions. If you've got a, a question you would like to ask and feel free to unmute yourself and I'll give it a shot. Hi, Mike, this is uh, Nathan Thompson at Fox 23 in Tulsa. Uh, what, one question I had, uh, you call it a once in a lifetime decision. How hard was it to make this decision to add a round of the playoffs? Was it kind of contentious inside the OSSA to make this decision or was it pretty much general agreement? It was a very difficult decision and, and uh, to extend the playoffs and to, as, as others have pointed out, to, to extend the, a season into other, other seasons. One, one of the things that has been extremely motivational in my personal uh, viewpoint of this is, um, and, and other members of our staff, um, was the reflection on the phone calls, emails, uh, that we received uh, at the termination of the basketball playoffs and the, and the termination of the spring season. Uh, when we had children, students that uh, were, had, you know, basically practiced their whole life to, to get an opportunity to go to the state golf tournament as a senior, and now there was no state golf tournament. Um, you know, played, played baseball all my life with a chance to go to the state baseball playoffs, and now there's no state baseball playoffs. Those children that were that were in Tulsa, that were in Oklahoma City, uh, getting ready to uh, put their shoes on and go out and play basketball in the state tournament, and then all of a sudden that wasn't there. Um, 
uh, that was very difficult. And uh, to, to then um, make decisions on um, offering that opportunity to, to other children, to other students, uh, was, a, was a, a big driving force. Uh, our staff committed themselves very early uh, in uh, the end of the spring. In the beginning of the summer, Mr. Jackson challenged all of us uh, to do everything possible to make sure that we could avoid the scenarios that we finished up with because the opportunity for those students was just eliminated uh, through no fault of their own. Uh, so to, to move football playoffs a week forward, to, to infringe on, on some other sports, to give those kids the opportunity to do that, while it was difficult, it, it was uh, – it was something I think that we all took a very serious uh, uh, look at and tried to make happen. Mr. Whaley. Yes, sir. Tony Wilson, how are you, sir? Excellent today. Hey, Coach, what was the general consensus of your coaches that were in the earlier private meeting with just them? What were some of their questions and concerns, if you don't right. mind? Good, good question, Tony. Um, the um, We had communicated with the Oklahoma Football Coaches Association uh, numerous times uh, during this season about lots of different things. Uh, we had had some administrators uh, reach out to us during the year about, you know, what are we planning on doing? Is there any way, uh, you know, do we modify the playoffs? Do we let everybody in? Uh, we uh, bounced that idea off of the Football Coaches Association and their board. Uh, they uh, looked at it. We had reached out to some administrators uh, with on our board and, and had some input from them. Um, there, there are a few that are concerned uh, about aspects that, that you guys have brought up already today about extending and, and do we let everybody in and, and those kind of thought, thoughts. But the general consensus uh, from the Football Coaches Association was uh, yes, we would like for everybody to get in. There were certainly some questions about how that was going to be done. Uh, they were concerned that uh, uh, the missed games within district play was going to impact the seating within the districts. Uh, they were very much in favor of having a choice of using rankings or using the modified criteria and, and letting those seven, eight coaches, six coaches within that district make that call for that district. So. Uh, Overall, Tony, I would have to say that they were in favor of what, what's taken place uh, and support it. Uh, and uh, obviously, um, we wanted some input from them. We just felt like uh, that giving all those students a chance was, was the best thing to do. Hey, Mike, it's Jenny Carlson. Hey, um, you guys have been pretty reactive all the way to try to come up with different ways to make this work in a really tough situation. At what point did you start to wrap your head around that an extra round of the playoffs might have to be the way this went, that giving everybody a chance? Was it, was it before district play started? Was it once district play got going? Was there a moment where you sort of came to that realization yourself? Well, as much as I try not to, I, I do watch the, the news and the numbers. And um, the fact that the, news, that the news and the numbers weren't, weren't changing and we weren't decreasing. I, I thought actually when we started that um, by the time we got into district play, 
that we would probably have a, a different scenario taking place within the state. I think Mr. Jackson and I discussed every, almost every morning, um, every morning uh, since this semester started uh, about, you know, how many games were being canceled and, and uh, what, how did that impact what we were doing. When we got to the second and third week of district play and we weren't seeing any, any decrease in the number of cancellations and we were seeing schools, uh, we had one school in class A that didn't get to play a district game until week four. And they lost three games in a row. Uh, now, now we started to see, well, wait a second, there's not enough time left to make all of those up. And, and squeezing all those games into a short amount of time uh, probably wasn't gonna be a very prudent thing to do. So I, I would tell you, we'd, we'd considered uh, making some changes, but actually coming forward with, we need to do something and, and the play-in round looked like the least intrusive of the options that were there. That probably happened about between the second and third week or the third week when we realized we weren't making any progress on decreasing the number of canceled games. Thank you. This is a clarification. Uh, basically, uh, the rankings will be compiled for those three weeks, eight, nine, and 10 to get a seating place. So it's not just one week evaluation. It's those three weeks that all of those eight coaches will turn in their one through eight, and then you will get a consensus after that. Eric, that's exactly right. We will take a cumulative uh, grouping of the, of the rankings that have been submitted by the coaches. It won't be just a one week or it won't be just a final week. It'll be all three weeks added together. Hey, Mike, TJ Eckert from Channel 8 in Tulsa. Just curious what your, what the thought process was behind, you know, team A beats team B, team A gets sick, team, team B has that option to play team C. Now, is it Simply so, Team C has an opponent that week, or is, what, what was the, the thought process behind letting a team that loses essentially move on to the next round? Right. TJ, that's, that's uh, I, what we're using here is a criteria that we use uh, when an ineligible player has been determined. If, if we are notified that a school had an ineligible player, we have um, – policy that, that, that gives us the descriptor that you just, you just gave. In other words, if we find out somebody that participated ineligibly, uh, we would go back to the team that that student uh, defeated, and we would, would give or the, the team that that student participated on defeated, we would give them an opportunity to move forward. And so we just, since that was already in our book and it, and it, and it met what we were trying to do there, we just kind of used that, that kind of, uh, uh, we used that that phraseology to give them an opportunity. Um, that's that's the reason we did that, yes. Gotcha, thanks Mike. Mike, uh, just wanted to clarify what something I thought I heard, but what was the, the actual role with the Football Coaches Association? Was Were they just consulted or were they part of the, you know, final decision Mike, they were they were consulted, I guess, more than anything else. We we they brought ideas to us, and 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 we have a situation now where uh, because they have a have a permanent executive director, uh, Justin Jones, the uh, head football coach at Norman North, serves the Oklahoma Football Coaches Association 
as their executive director. It's a, it's a position that remains uh, in place. And so he and I have some, some conversation, um, I don't wanna say annually every week, but we, we talk frequently. Uh, he was bringing me ideas that they were having. I was telling him things and concerns that we had. Uh, we got to a point a couple of weeks ago where we talked about uh, letting um, you know everybody in. And if we did that, what would have to happen? Uh, the seeding then became a question. If everybody was gonna be in, how were you gonna determine the seeds? Um, they, they were um, in favor of, a, of ranking, um, even though, and um, most football coaches, when you get to week eight or seven within the football season, they haven't played all their district games, obviously, but they've seen everybody in their district on tape, um, maybe multiple times. So there wouldn't be a problem with them uh, ranking those teams uh, or they would have some information to do so. Uh, did, were, did they give a stamp of approval? It wasn't that, that type of, of deal. They were, they were giving information. We were sharing data with one another. Okay, last call. Mike, this is Barry Lewis. Yes, sir. Um, if a team that advances due to, the, uh, due to a, a losing team advances due to a forfeit, does that affect potentially the site of the next game? Like say you get to the point in the playoffs where a team that hasn't hosted a game would get a chance to host because the other team has already hosted two home games. Does that affect the site of that next game? You know, Barry, that's a great question. And I'll have to admit to you, I mean, I hadn't even thought about that, but um, my initial take on that situation would be that that probably would be determined um, more on the timing. Uh, if we knew that early in the week before, um, before we advance the bracket, if, if we knew during the weekend that, that that was taking place, that that team was not going to be able to play, uh, then certainly we, we probably would take that in consideration. But, but if it was later in the week, which my, my guess is that's, that's when we would find out, either Tuesday or Wednesday of that week, or maybe as late as Thursday, uh, then no, we would stay, stay with whoever was designated as the host probably. All right, thanks. Okay, I, I will be glad to, to take email questions if you've got something later on, or Van Shea, if you wanted to visit with him, and he and I can put our heads together and, and, and answer those, we'd be glad to do that. Uh, Van Shea will be sending out a copy of the re recording of this uh, to, to those folks later on. Appreciate your time and effort this morning, and uh, um, bear with us as we continue this journey called the Football Playoffs.